everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is season eight, episode Gosh. one, the one after I do. The one after I, I do. do. I, I do. do. It's the second one. AKA Monica and Chandler's wedding part three. <laughs> part three. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Part we three. Have parts one and two. This is Just unofficial the gift part that three. keeps on giving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were like, we don't have a lot of topics left to cover on this show, so we're going to milk this for all it's worth. But mm-hmm. I think it's okay, because they interject some uh, some mystery, some new plot lines that are just happening simultaneously <clears throat> during the wedding, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. Very interesting. Ah, it's... Ah, the um, drama. This is, so this is the one after I do, so it's still at the wedding. Um, but so, so their wedding technically is like spans three parts. Or were there, remind me, of all the other weddings we've seen, were there any that were longer than this? Because I feel like we were complaining. Ross's wedding is about three, isn't it? Well, technically, we have one more after this that like the wedding is kind of over, but they're like just checking out of the hotels. Yeah, I don't really count that one, though, because it's like the... I mean, it's definitely still wedding weekend. Okay. Like, it's still very all-encompassing about the wedding. Like, they're just leaving the hotel Mm -hmm. and the whole thing with the photos and, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like if they were just home already, I wouldn't count it. But I feel like because they're, like, just checking out of the hotel, it's still what? It's still the wedding. Yeah, it is partial hotel, partial at home, and it's only yes. at the hotel. So anyway, we're yes. getting ahead of ourselves. That's next we are episode. Typical. Oops. Um. Anyway, okay. So we've just had the I do's, and if you'll remember, mm-hmm. at the cliffhanger end of last season, last episode, um, we were left with the little cliffhanger of like, <gasps> yeah. What what was it? Somebody was like, uh, "How did it happen?" And then the camera panned. I don't. It's been a long time. Phoebe, do you remember what they're happened? They're like, yeah, they're like, you may kiss the bride. They kiss. It's like do 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 do. Oh, the Olympics, you know. And um, Phoebe is just talking to Rachel, and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And they're gonna have a baby. And Rachel's like, uh huh. And that's where we officially know that something's up. Okay, well, because right. Monica. Like, oh, yeah. And Monica I was like, How did just that got come done up saying during the wedding. What baby? And Chandler's like, our baby. <laughs> so we've officially been told by Monica that she's not pregnant, and we know that Phoebe knows someone is pregnant. And so Rachel's That's just kind right. of like, mm-hmm, like panic mm-hmm. look in her eyes. She does that big exhale. It's clear that she is with child. Right. Yes. So. <clears throat> That's right. That's where we left. And I do feel like before we go further, we should say um, Renee and I took a little break in between. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Very much refreshed. Thank you for noticing. Thank you. Yeah. Rested, refreshed. (laughs) Could you tell my crow's feet are Mm -hmm. less prominent? I mean, I did get a facial last week unrelated to our podcast break. My first one in like three years. So I probably do more refreshed. I mean, I know that you guys had a little more flexibility for, for parts of COVID, but we didn't have a lot of services for like two years. 
especially involving getting in people's faces. Oh, right. Of course. When you yeah. said for the last three years, I forgot yeah. that two of those were COVID. Yeah. we. Yeah. I mean, when we had lockdowns, we had yeah. lockdowns. But right. then you're right, because we did. You, the... you had some reprieves. Yes, we had some reprieves. Yeah. Uh, longer period of reprieve, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm. I um good on you. I got a I got a facial over my birthday, but I get facials uh I try to get them once every 2 months. Um she's a lady of leisure as you can see. Well, do you know what it was? <laughs> there was a couple years ago. It was around like New Year's time, so like Christmas New Year's. Um which southern hemisphere is summertime so not like oh yuck my skin's bad because of winter like opposite right so it was summer and I just remember like looking at myself in the mirror one morning or one day or something and my skin just looked gray Mm -hmm. and like I was just like oh gosh like I am looking rough I know that I'm like tired but um it just you know I look I don't look good I look gray I look whatever and I remember thinking like okay well maybe I just need to start like getting nice makeup because um I don't wear foundation or concealer or powder or anything yeah. like that I just wear yeah. yeah and so I was like well I guess I need to like and like you know my skin tone has always been quite uneven but I just doesn't really I just don't really care um get you a man that doesn't care that helps too but but also <laughs> I don't care and so um so I was like oh, you know, I should probably like start buying some nice concealer and like, you know, this type of stuff. But then I was just like, do you know what? I don't, or I could spend that money that I would spend like covering it every day on just trying to have nicer skin. Yeah. Um. So that is what I decided to do. So I was like, even though this is like quite an investment financially and time-wise and stuff, um, that's what I do. I do facials regularly and I've definitely noticed a difference in my skin. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. kind of my thing. And they will yeah, tell you they're I, like going and getting a facial is like going to the gym um yes. like once a week or you know you know they're like but you need to do your stuff at home to kind of make it like maintain it. And so then they do of course like get you some products and stuff, but honestly I don't even use the most expensive products. I just kind of found something that I like and I stick with it. And I think the sticking with it is part of yeah. the trick. Agreed. Um, yeah, I was pretty like, I was at least like quarterly facials before the last two years, two and a half years. Um, but yeah, it just kind of lapsed. But I'm back now because I was like, wow, I look much better <laughs> after a facial. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I could like feel the plumpness in my cheeks come back. I was like, oh. Oh my gosh. That's that it, right? life when they were being like- injected into my body. When they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, dewy. I just want to look dewy. But I always find it funny, too, when they're like, okay, so what are your skin problems? And I'm like, you're looking at my skin. You tell me. Like, yeah. if I knew, you know. I'd fix them. You can yeah. See it. Like, well, you, what do you think as a professional? I always find that a weird question. But I guess they don't want to be like, ooh, you want to get rid of those wrinkles, huh? And you're like, what? No. <laughs> well, and it also could be like, you could be acne prone, but not currently having a breakout or like really dry in oh, the summer. Oh, that's a good point. Or, you know, it's like they're getting a screenshot of today. They don't know like all around you know you could have just like gotten a lot of sun and been really dry or I mean I don't know Um, that's a good point that's a good point yeah I guess it is like when you go to get like your when you go to get your um brows waxed and they're like mustache too and you're like watch it (laughs) I guess you don't want them to necessarily do that I happen to like my mustache mustache. thanks please leave it 
<laughs> I said good day, sir. Like, well, well, now that you've told me I have one. Um, yeah. Anyway, so it was nice. I'm glad. So, and Renee, you've been you've been doing some lakeside chilling. You got a facial. Yeah. Summer, summer, summertime. Ashley's in I, winter, 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 winter time. I am in winter, winter, winter time. Um, but yeah, we we've done some good stuff down here as well. Got had some um, Ben's family yeah. visited and um, did some snowboarding. Varying levels of skill. Me more the novice. Ben more the Sean White. <laughs> so yes, it's been good though. It's been nice. Sean White. So thank you guys for that little break. Yeah, I hope you didn't miss us too much. Break. I hope you had some sort of a nice break as well. Um, but we love you and we're very glad we're back. You know what doesn't come back is the opening scene to this episode. They just like cut the whole thing out. I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty good content. That's funny that you say that because like I was thinking when this opened, I was like, wait a second. It just like all of a sudden opens with Ross being like, Hey, I know. And I was like, how did Ross find out? What, where this, it felt so abrupt. And I, for, yeah. I didn't. Okay. So tell us. So Monica's like, we did it. And Chandler's like, we got married right there. Oh, and, and his uh, ring flies off. Yes. And then Rachel's like, it was so beautiful. Monica's like, was it perfect? Is it too soon to see the video? Oh and yeah. <laughs> brings them all back and is like, can we just take this moment and celebrate our two friends who just got married? Like we're so blessed. It's amazing. Da da da. And Joey's like, so true. Is it too late to switch from chicken to steak? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Ross goes, I'm so happy for you guys. And you're so lucky. I mean, you both said the right names. And nobody was drunk. And nobody was gay. And it was all on your first try. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ross. I mean, Poor he kind of does some of it, most of it to himself. <clears throat> but, um, you know doesn't take away from the pain of his yeah. reality. <laughs> and on your first try. Oh, that and is then, so sad I mean, so that, that actually, out. I know it's so funny, but they don't actually, you, you bring up a good question. We don't actually know how Ross finds out. Okay. That makes me feel better. Cause yeah. he's like, he's like, oh, oh. and I know. Oh, is oh it, was it last I ep- know how it was last okay. episode. Yeah. And when Chandler's like, I bought this in the gift shop after Ross tackles him and hi. Oh, him. that's right. Yep. Oh, that's and right, because he's like, like, if somebody doesn't tell me what's going on, hi-ya. Um, hi- you'll hi again? That's right. Okay. Um, <sighs> so that's how he knows. Thank you. I was so confused. Um, okay, so Ross says, I know, and Monica's like, you know what, or whatever, and she's like, he says that she's pregnant, and she's like, no, I'm not pregnant. You didn't tell anybody that I was, did you? And he's like, no, be right back. <laughs> Oh, that's another part they cut out, right? Uh, yeah, he's like, you you take a lot of pictures to the photographer. That's right. And then at some point, his parents come in and they're like, congrats. And we hear there's a little baby bing on the way. And he's like, okay, so you've got you've got control of them. And then he like, <laughs> goes back out. Oh, right? Ross. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, Ross. So, but then, yeah, Monica starts to sniff it out. And she's like, yes, yes. Who keeps talking? Why is everybody saying this? Phoebe's like, because we found your pregnant, your test in the trash. If you're not pregnant, <laughs> who is? And then Rachel, she looks over and catches Rachel's eye. And Rachel's like, no, 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 no. Because obviously she's not ready to talk about it yet. Yeah. And so she goes, it's because I am. And they're like, <laughs> what? What? 
Oh, and I love this. See, okay, this is how I would have expected Monica to treat anybody announcing that they're pregnant at her wedding. But Mm -hmm. I guess there's a difference between like, earnestly, I just found out and I didn't mean to make it a big deal versus like Phoebe being very confusing about like, if you're not (laughs) pregnant, it's because I am like, what? Yes. So yeah, you didn't, you... So you told people I was pregnant instead? Like, how is that better? <laughs> yeah. Does this look like a moment I want to remember? Well, the photographer is I like, know. click, it's... click, click. Oh, my God. Um, okay. What I meant to do before this, so when they're like, who's the father? And um, Phoebe's like, I can't tell you because he's famous. <laughs> and then she's like, it's James Brolin. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, Barbara Streisand's husband? And she's like, well, he did not tell me that. And then later is like, yes, I just got off the phone with my lover, James Brolin. And (laughs) it turns out he is married to some singer. Some Um, singer. And then when... um, when when that whatever when Rachel's like James Brolin and she's like well, the only two people I could think of were James Brolin and Ed Bagley Jr. and he's gay I, I was like I meant to look up who these people are who are these people so Ed Bagley Jr. is the guy in Arrested Development who has um I think he has alopecia and so he's always yes the eyebrows the okay go wrong yes that's Ed Bagley Jr. um I did not know who James Brolin was. And I looked him up and all I know is that he is married to Barbara Streisand. He was also an actor, I guess. But he he is the father mm-hmm. of Josh Brolin, who looks familiar. Um, right. But James Brolin's actually very, very handsome. Okay. I think. But, right. Uh, yeah. Josh Brolin, I think, is in like action movies and stuff. Okay. Okay. But uh, just yeah, not really Goonies, our no country for old men. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, not our scene. But you would probably recognize him if you looked. Him right. Up. You'd be like, oh yeah, he's that guy in that thing. But I don't remember yeah. exactly which one. <laughs> which guy in which thing? Yeah. Um, okay. like, I feel like he has no, like a rugged fine. voice situation. Um. Yeah. I also think that like Josh, which is isn't everybody, you know, honestly. Josh Brolin kind of sounds like Josh Groban. (laughs) But I know who that is. But anyway. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So are you sure? Are you sure, James Brolin? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so Phoebe starts pestering Rachel, like, wow, so you're really pregnant. And she's like, I just, I don't want to talk about it. And she was like, okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. How about now? Do you want to talk about now? And she's like, Phoebe, no. And she's like, I'm sorry. It's just such a big deal. Who's the father? And then she's like, I haven't told him, so I'm certainly not going to tell you, which fair enough. Yes. Um, And, and then she's like, it's, is it Tag? It's Ross. Is it Joey? And, you know, and she's just like, I will not tell you who he is. Ah, we know it's a he. Ah, um, good. Okay, so while I was watching this, I was thinking about your theory that you said last episode um, about how maybe Rachel threw away the test too quickly and didn't realize that it was positive mm-hmm. because of how she was like, oh my God. Yeah. And I do kind of feel like how, 
I, I do feel like her reaction right now does seem to um, back up that theory. Because how she is just mm-hmm. so like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready. But I was like, I guess she could also kind of be not ready to talk about it and all that stuff, even if she did know. I think yeah. either way, um, I think either way it was like, because I was just like, well, she was acting so like, oh my God, oh my God, and like freaked out. But I suppose the, if if she did know that she was pregnant, what was happening in her world was that Chandler left and so she thought Monica was going to yeah. be all alone at the wedding and so I could see why she would have kind of put her thing to the side for a minute and not have been freaking out about that so either way it does kind of fit but I was thinking it is almost more in keeping with your theory yeah okay I like when my theory is the right theory yeah yeah with. good good so so um she's just kind of upset freaking out and so then um Monica comes over and sits down next to Rachel and is like can you, I can't believe Phoebe's pregnant. And she's like, oh, you know, we don't have to talk about that. We can't, well, let's talk about, you You know, it's not bigger than your wedding. And she's like, nothing is. Um, <laughs> I just love how Monica's fully leaning into, leaning into it. <laughs> Sweetie, I'm not even going to pretend like I was listening. Yeah, um, for real. She's just, you know, but she was like, seriously, though, in this day and age, how stupid do you have to be, you know, you, she's going to keep it? How is she going to juggle work? Poor knocked up Phoebe. You know, she's... And then she's like, Monica goes, she's not going to have a date for, what, 18 years? And I was like, okay, well, that's a little bit dramatic, <laughs> Monica. Like, she can have a date. But I get what she's where she's kind of coming from. Mm-hmm. Rachel, very sad, thinking about poor knocked-up Phoebe. And, yeah, and she's like, well, you know, maybe she hasn't thought it through yet. And then she starts to take a sip of champagne and then spits it out like a fountain. Mm-hmm. Because that's how the French do it. Um, (laughs) And that is where Monica realizes that Rachel is pregnant. Oh, man. That, gosh, it's just kind of the worst because obviously Monica is speaking candidly, but probably a little more uh, harsh, harshly than she would to Phoebe. Yeah. Um, you know so you know I, I mean and also it sucks because of course it's not like Rachel isn't already thinking all of these things yeah you know um it's it's the difference yeah. of like hey hun like can, can I just like you know I want to talk ha- have you thought about these things and let's talk through them versus like quick fire all of these questions you know like well what about this well what about that well have you thought about this and what about you know it's like just a lot yeah it's a lot. Um, but then, I mean, Phoebe comes up with a, a pretty good thought, which is maybe you're not pregnant. I had to take a yes. bunch of pregnancy tests with the twins. Yes. You know? And so they're like, take it again. And Rachel very nicely is like, oh, n- not until we go home. Like, this is Monica's wedding, you know. And, sh- and Monica's like, you've got to take it now. Like, although I've never taken a pregnancy test, so I don't know about this. But like... Um, is that a weird thing to reveal? I've never so, taken one. No, I don't think so. Uh, um, I just like, would it would it be better to take it right away just then? Or would it be better to like wait a few days? Well, what I know is that I, there's yeah. technically no such thing as a false positive. 
um the only way you would get a false positive if basically you had already like miscarried and you still had like the hormones oh right you know does that make sense so like you may not be still with child but you technically were pregnant and so that's Uh. why you can get a false negative if your levels aren't high enough. That's why they were like, wait till, you know, X amount of days after your missed period, because you don't have enough of the hormones to, to register as a positive. So you can definitely be, po- be pregnant, but it, but it's not like high enough mm, levels okay. to like test. So right. yes, yeah, so you really can't get a false positive. And like I said, unless you've like miscarried um, okay I see which well, it might feel like a false positive because obviously then you wouldn't be pregnant you wouldn't read as pregnant a few days later but right but know. it wasn't technically false it just yeah right okay right um so yeah so anyway Phoebe's like I'll run out and get the test right now and yeah. um and then Monica's wait who's the father and she's like no I'm, I'm sorry I'm not ready to say and she's like oh please tell me that'll be my wedding present and she was like <laughs> No, no, I'm taking the test for you as your wedding present. You got peeing on a stick. Um, mm-hmm. And so, anyway, so they go to the bathroom. The Rachel takes the test. Um, mm-hmm. And she's like, is it ready? And she's like, 30 more seconds. And then um, Rachel goes over. And, and I love Monica is so sweet when she's like, Rachel, I just want to let you know whatever happens I love you and I'm always here for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you'll always have me or whatever, which is so sweet. Um, mm-hmm. And so Rachel's like, oh my gosh, I can't look. I can't look. So Phoebe mm-hmm. looks and says, it's negative. And mm-hmm. Rachel is like, oh, really? Oh, okay. Wow. That's, you know, and kind of is just like, well, that's great. Well, cool. That's, that's, phew, what a relief. And, but then they can just tell that she's, you know, she's upset and she's kind of crying and she's trying to talk herself into thinking, believing what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's really sweet that she's like, you know, this is so stupid. I, I don't know why I'm upset over something I never had. It's negative. Mm-hmm. And Phoebe says, oh my gosh. <gasps> no, it's positive. <laughs> Yeah. Phoebe's like, well, I was lying the first time. Now you know how you really feel. (laughs) I do not know that I would be very happy with you if you did that. I do not approve of this would. Yeah, Um, I would not do that to you. I cannot recommend it. Thank you. Gosh, I just... Oh, because what if she was incredibly relieved? Well, then I guess... it was negative. I guess the idea is that then she would know that she didn't actually want a baby. And so, I don't know. Then she'd have to figure that out. But, like, either way, I just feel like I wouldn't... It's... Okay. Do you know what this reminds me of? I don't know. What does it remind you of? When people have gender reveal parties for their babies and people think it is... I mean, I guess the intention is different because Phoebe didn't think it'd be a funny prank to lie. She thought, well, I'll tell Rachel the opposite to see how she actually feels. But you know how, like, we've had this happen before where a friend, like, this is why you don't get your husband's friends to do this. Yeah. Always never trust men to do a woman's job. Um, (laughs) Just in general. But like one of our one of our friends, the husband's friend was responsible for the gender reveal surprise. Mm -hmm. And he thought it would be funny to do the opposite 
gender. Like they were having a First. boy, but he did. He put girl. Is it was it that one? Yes. And yes. So they were having a girl, and they put boy oh. instead. First, they were like, "Oh, balloon!" Everyone's like crying, laughing, da 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 da. And he's like, "Now's time for the real one." And it's like, "Uh, no, that's not." <laughs> There's no psych with this stuff. Honestly, like, honestly, <sighs> you know, such a terrible it's not idea. Like, uh, it's not like a surprise party where you have to like fake someone out to get them to do something else. You know, like there's a time and a place for like misdirection and funny pranks. But I just you gathered all those people there to do a freaking gender reveal. And someone's like blue. Oh, just kidding. Actually pink. Like the whole also, moment is gone. And then you're just confused. Yeah. Like, oh, exactly. No. The moment's gone. They're confused. And like for the maybe if there was like their third, fourth, fifth child, whatever. But like their first child together. I just Ugh. don't don't have your guy friends do your girlfriend's jobs. That's all. I, it just exactly. I just don't. It's so dumb. <laughs> Especially like, OK, the whole reason I feel like ugh, it's literally the whole reason all these people came over. Was to see one color appear, not to see both colors appear and not know what's going on. Like, I mm, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I wonder. It's obviously not like life or death, but I just think it is so dumb and unnecessary. <laughs> it is dumb and unnecessary. It is misguided. Um, I was at a surprise party uh, a few months ago where we all gathered. So it was outside. It was like at this kind of like reserve, but we all gathered mm-hmm. like kind of around off the corner, off to the side on like a little bit of like a hillside. So it's like this beautiful view, but we were like out of sight. Okay. And we mm-hmm. all also had like parked our cars off to a certain area. So when the birthday girl arrived, she wouldn't see our cars. She wouldn't see our setup, whatever. Um, so her husband was texting us like, okay, we've just pulled in. And one of the guys from the surprise party starts walking off towards the car, the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of like, what? That's weird. Like, what is he doing? And two of the guys that were with me were like, ugh, we hate this guy. He always does this. Like, and I was like, what? And they're like, every time we've had like a surprise party or like something like that, he ruins it. Like he basically will like, oh my gosh. So he like went out and was like, basically had like a one man surprise party. Like, oh, hey, haha, what what are you doing here? Haha, surprise. And I don't know if he said to her, there's a bunch of people over there. Or if he was just like, oh, what are you guys doing here? And then he walked up to where we all were with her. So. Oh my gosh. Obviously she, like, so imagine, you know what I mean? Like if you were walking out to a surprise party and one of your friends walks up and is like, oh, hey, Renee, like from some random, you wouldn't be like, oh, hi, Kate, what are you doing here by yourself? You would know that mm-hmm. something's up. So yeah. I was kind of just like, because they both got really upset. And I was like, oh, you guys, like, honestly, whatever. And they were like, no, he always does this. And I stopped inviting was like, him. Yeah, first of all, no longer I was like, invited. Or just tell him, you will not go, like, don't do that. But I was like, what is the point? And I think he wants the attention. And so so it kind of almost seems like the person who did the gender reveal mix up. I don't know if they wanted the attention on them. They probably just Mm. thought it was funny and they're an idiot. (laughs) If I had to But yeah, they're like, it's very class clownish. Like, 
Yeah, um, like everyone look at me, ha ha ha. Yeah. Like kind of, I'm so funny. Well, that's why anyway. like a lot of kids, you know, they a lot of kids act out not because they actually want to act out, but it's because they're getting any type of attention. It's maybe yes. the only time they get attention. Any is press is good press. Yeah. Any press is good press, you know, and oh, but that just grinds my gears. That bothers me. That he about it's the thing I if said? you're like, I'm just gonna run out to my car really fast and grab something and then you happen to run into them. Innocence, right? But if he does this all the time, first of all, he does not sound like a very good friend. Or someone you can rely on, but I don't know him, pal. <laughs> I honestly, I don't even know it. what his name is. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recognize him if I saw him like in a lineup. I'm, like, I'm gonna but- recognize him. You better recognize. <laughs> well, just tell him that there's a surprise party and see if he hides or runs off in the direction. And then of I the- punch him in the face, and I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, so funny! That was a surprise." <laughs> I just what I thought was funny was that my two guy friends got so upset when he did it, and they were just like, "Ugh." this guy and they're like being really loud and I was like honestly you guys like it's not your surprise party but I I do understand they were upset that it was like they ruined the surprise for our friend um it was all very weird but yeah they should probably maybe I'll get the scoop on this guy and I'll say something to him because I don't know him who cares he's also um he's South African and I feel like South Mm -hmm. Africans can be quite like Compared to New Zealanders, South Africans are a lot more like blunt and bold. And um, and so, you know who can out blunt a blunt? Americans. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so maybe they need me to be like, no, you don't. Just grab him by the back of his Wait. shirt and yoink him backwards. You need someone to be <laughs> obnoxious and Like, annoying. listen, Chris. Oh, no, you're what? not. Sit USA. down. USA. 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 <laughs> We can be real annoying if we want to be. Don't test it. Don't test us. (laughs) Don't you test it. Anyway. man. We're a real treat. Invite us to parties. Speaking of of one other thing, um, there is a new... Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, there's a holiday in New Zealand. This is the first year that it's actually been like officially like a day off work holiday. It's called Matriki. It's a Modi holiday and it's about it's like midwinter basically. And it has Mm -hmm. to do with I am going to butcher this, um, but it has to do with like the stars and like Matariki is something like the star pattern. I think it was like for because, you know, um, Modi were like not nomadic, but like seafaring and stuff yes yes um and so they would use the star like seafarers do they would use the stars for navigation and so i think it's like something about like the midwinter sky and the stars i will find out mm, for real okay. when i learn but we're having we're like having <laughs> i will a, learn it se- when i learn it well we're gonna have a session like to learn it and then they were like everybody it's gonna be just like a shared lunch and so they were mm-hmm. like bring a dish from your culture and i was like <laughs> Um, yes. Any Are you going to bring mozzarella sticks? I know. I was like, hot dogs? Like, what do you guys want? Like, I'm not bringing hot dogs. Oh, yeah. What do people assume Americans eat? Well, you just bring, like, Budweiser? Oh, my gosh. That would be so funny. Um, (laughs) I could bring, I could bring, like, a fruit pizza or, like, you know, but with, like, blueberries and strawberries in, like, the shape of the Uh American flag. Um, One girl requested pumpkin pie which I was like I can make you a pumpkin pie if you want okay because yeah, I don't that's have what I was that gonna here. say I actually bet the things that people are like you know every culture 
everyone does this with cultures they don't know. They're like, oh, Americans eat this. Like, we're like, oh, England, fish and chips, you know, like. Yeah. And yes, people eat it, but it's not like we eat pumpkin pie 365. But it's just something that is very dominant associated with American culture. So I kind of figured it was something we didn't eat a lot. Yeah. Um, So pumpkin pie is right on brand because you only eat that like maybe two times a year twice yeah pie. halloween I mean, I don't and thanksgiving or sorry thanksgiving and thanksgiving christmas i mean you yeah could do i'm not a, a halloween i'm not a big pie, fan but... of it either to be honest right but and like... that's the other thing i'm like people don't it's kind of like um not pavlova what's the um gosh there's like a really gross commonwealth dessert that nobody likes oh, fruitcake panettone oh panettone so gross it's like a brick it's like a, it's like a fruit cake that's already been dried. Yeah, yeah. It's gross, and nobody yeah. eats it, but everybody buys them and sells them. Yes, well, but no one mom eats them. Serves them to us every Christmas, <gasps> and her, his dad is like, "Come on, get some Christmas pud." I'm like, I don't want it. <laughs> I'm like, Look. yummy. I'm going to go watch okay. myself eat so I can see how yummy it is. Oh, yeah. You should just bring like an entire barbecue. I'm talking hamburgers, hot dogs, all the fixins. We got macaroni salad. We got potato salad. Girl, do you want to come over and cook this? I don't have yeah. time for all that. Okay. <laughs> what? They don't, you don't have a public, so you could just pick it up. One we hour to pick up. We have a restaurant, or sorry, a store called Martha's Backyard, and it's like an American import. So that's where I'm going to okay. go get the can of Libby's pumpkin pie and the like pre-made oh, okay. Keebler crusts. So I'm like, sure, I can make a pumpkin pie. It'll take me three seconds. <laughs> You're like, it co- it, it uh, requires no actual cooking. Great. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm sorry. So anyway, we'll go back to friends, I guess, as much fun as this I is. Guess. So um, don't misguidedly trick your friends. I don't think they will be as yeah. kind to you as Rachel was to Phoebe. That's our point. She is. And I think it's only because she got the answer she wanted second. That's right. That's right. Yes. And so it seemed like good news right after bad news, but it really could have gone the other way around. And that's what I like can't reconcile. Like I. Yes. If she was like, oh, thank God. Phew. Wow. (sighs) Bullet dodge. And then she was like, yeah. Sorry, Rach. You actually are pregnant. Now you got to deal with that. (laughs) Right. So here's the thing is like based on Rachel's reaction avoiding you know when Phoebe finds a pregnancy test like avoiding talking about it even when they're talking about at the wedding when everybody knows she's really not ready to talk about it that would not signal to me like I am scared but I'm super excited nothing about her seemed excited at all right 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 so that's why I feel like it was so risky if she's already feeling like not positive about this from what we can tell I don't feel like it's worth rolling the dice on it you know, and that's where I like feel like Phoebe, it was like extremely risky for her to do that because she was already feeling bad. She then would have felt relieved that she got, oh my gosh, I'm not pregnant. Oh my gosh. Thank God. Yeah. Oh wait, I am. And I'm like, then she has to go through that all over again. And Ugh. I feel like if, so taking that further, I feel like it's really embarrassing if mm-hmm. somebody tells you, okay, you're not pregnant, and then you're super relieved and like, oh, thank God. Right. And then they're like, right. actually, you are. Right. And then uh, yes. now, so even within yourself, having to struggle with like, 
that up and down, whatever, yes. and then having to reconcile. It's not like you can be like, oh, you know, yeah, it was hard at first, but I'm really happy. It was like my friends just saw that I did not want this baby, that I was, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. embarrassing. Agreed. It doesn't, yeah, I just, ooh. Uh Oh, I wouldn't recommend anyone do anything like that. Well, don't worry. I will not do that to you. Okay. Thank you. So at the beginning, um, uh, the photographer says, now one with the bride and the bloody soldier. (laughs) Monica's like, yeah, Joey, about that. Can you please go? Look like a conversation I want to remember. (laughs) Can you please go change into any? He's like, I don't have any clothes at the hotel. Because if you'll remember last episode, Joey rushed off of the set from a drunk Gary Oldman, rushed off the set, came straight in, kicked out the Greek Orthodox uh, priest, and did the ceremony. Um, and so he's, she's like, anything that says, that doesn't say I died tragically in France. Um, <laughs> so and this is where Chandler's like, my father was crying because you got blood on his dress. Um, and oh so he, uh, Joey strolls in later Looking like he's just come off the courts. Mm-hmm. Tennis <laughs> because pro. all that he had, he's like, well, this is all they had in the gift shop was either this or a bathrobe. <laughs> I get that. Mm. Um, and so he's in his tennis outfit, um, like giving instruction, tennis instructions. Oh, my gosh. Um, Typical okay. Joey using it to his advantage to scam Honestly, on chicks. Such a weirdo. I know. Surprisingly, not the grossest scamming on chicks that happens in this episode, but no, we'll get to that. Definitely not. We'll get um, there. We'll get there. <laughs> so, um, so Mrs. Bing comes comes in and is mm-hmm. like, "Oh, my date, whatever his name is," and um, she's like, "He was Ken. I don't know what his name is. Um, was just uh, he's directing a Broadway play." And Joey's like, "Oh my gosh, you're so famous. You know, I love your stuff." And so yeah. then he's trying to get Chandler to get his resume to this guy. Mm. Doesn't work. So he takes matters into his own hands. Gets up on stage. Ding, ding, Joey, ding, ding. Joey. <laughs> why, God, why? Oh, I love it. I mean, this is just oh. a very, um, this is just a very small, you know, thing. But it's so funny. So, yeah, he's mm-hmm. like, I was thinking back on all the times. At first, I was angry. And then I remembered the memories, some happy memories, <laughs> some sad memories, some scared memories. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. She's like, this is the time to show my range. Oh my gosh. And he's like, I'll always be your friend, your friend who can speak many dialogues and is not afraid to do partial nudity. Oh, to the happy couple. <laughs> to the happy couple. <laughs> I love Joey. Oh my gosh. He's like. When you don't have a physical resume with you, always make sure you hey. have a living resume with you. You're always your own resume, aren't you? That's right. And then, That's right. did you catch my speech? I think I read that somewhere on LinkedIn. <laughs> the guy was like, oh my God, that was for my benefit. I like to think there was a little something for everyone. Anyway, it was an old Chinese cast, so he didn't he didn't make it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now, I want to move into what all is going in, like, out at the actual wedding. Um. First of all, the lead singer of the band always reminds me of your dad. <laughs> he looks like him. Uh, is it just because he has a mustache? The haircut, the mustache. Okay. The, okay. I don't know. Probably, Both of our dads are, are represented yeah. at this wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my move. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, so good. 
Chandler, so Chandler took dance lessons um, in secret to surprise Monica for their first dance, which is so sweet. It's really sweet. Uh, unfortunately, he goes to step out on the dance floor and his shoes for his rented tux are way too slippery. And so he can't even, he's like a deer being birthed. You're like a giraffe just born. He's like Bambi. And like, yes, exactly. And like, can't even stand up. Um, so, oh, that reminds me. There's another scene that's cut out, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, you know, Monica's like, are you going to be able to do this? And he's like, not well. And then, so, yeah. So he tries to borrow Joey's shoes um, from his costume. He's like, let me borrow your boots from your costume. What size shoe are you? And Joe's like, oh, 11, 11 and a half. And he's like, oh, perfect. And then he's just like, Joey's like, oh, yeah, I don't I don't know where I put those. And Chandler looks down and is like, those aren't 11 and a half. <laughs> Joey's like, all right, fine. I'm a seven. I have surprisingly small feet, but the rest of me is good. I'll show you. All good. Eesh. Okay. But eventually, Monica, on one of her breaks from the bathroom pregnancy test, is like, I want to dance with my husband. Like, so here's what you do. Just don't move your feet. It'll be fine. And so he kind of is just like swaying the top half of his body. And she's like, there you go. And then he starts (laughs) doing his like finger pointing and Jack uh-huh. Geller is like I'm gonna have you arrested for stealing my moves <laughs> it's like oh no oh, when Jack oh. Geller's stealing your moves rough times rough times so what is cut out is there there's a part this is this part right this isn't like a flashback um Chandler goes to dance with uh, Monica's mom yeah yeah, and out, yeah. so what remind? Do you remember what happens? Um, she just uh is like, "Oh, Chandler, you're such a good dancer," and he's like, "Oh, thanks, Mrs. Geller," and she's like, "Come on, you can call me mom," and then uh, he is, he falls back, he slips because of his slippy shoes. Take, yes, and takes and the like, skirt with him, revealing her like. I was about to say decollete. Garter. That's up top. Yes, her yeah. art, her garter. But he's just basically he basically pantsed her. Yeah. Yes. And then goes, sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they cut that out. Partial nudity from uh, Judy Geller. Um, yeah. Anyway. Give the people what they want. <laughs> okay. So the last thing that's happening at this wedding is Ross <laughs> is picking up his name card. Oh, Dr. And Geller runs into Mona, who is now introduced into our lives. Is she a polarizing mm-hmm. character? Mona? Yeah, like not not in friends, but like like do some people hate Mona and some people like Mona? Is she like Emily? Oh, I don't think so. I just feel bad for Mona. I feel like Mona needs yeah. to stand up for herself. I don't Yeah, okay. I actually think Mona is like we only see perfection from Mona. Other than she puts up with Ross's BS. But, like, Mona in and of herself doesn't do anything wrong. Like, she's nice and she's fun and she's, like, encouraging. And, like, I feel like she meshes well with the group. It's just that Ross sucks. Yeah, she gets a little (laughs) attached to Ross quickly. But I don't think it's – I don't think it's – 
it's not like, whoa, lady. You know what I mean? No. Like, and, and I he think, gives her every reason to. Yes, gives her every reason. And even like, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but like, even when he's, she's like, you want to, he's like, you want to do the card. It's too soon. And she's like, oh, you know what? I honestly didn't think about it that way. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And she's okay. very chill. And then she's like, so where is this going? Which is a reasonable question. 100%. And then he's like, why don't we get married? Move in with me. I love you. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. He is such a spaz. He's spiraling. So like, I really do think that Mona is like, she's not the perfect woman, but she's a pretty good one. And she really like, I feel like she celebrates a lot of things that other people would find fault in Ross. Um, You know, like his like kind of dorkiness and all that kind of stuff. Like she embraces it and encourages it. And like, it's yeah. Sweet. Okay. That's a good, so, that's a good I mean, summary. I like Mona. I just can't believe that, you know, as like her friend, I'd be like, girl, this is like, there are so many red flags with this guy. I don't yeah. know how you haven't broken up with him yet. Like this stuff keeps happening. Yeah. So, anyway. I don't know. I don't know that I love Mona, but I don't dislike okay. her. So I wasn't sure. Yeah. Like she doesn't, she, yeah, she's not my fave, but you know, you're right. She's perfectly lovely. So, okay. Well, anyway, yeah. that's Mona. So, so she's, um, you know, Ross is like, oh, hi, I'm Ross. And she's like, I'm Mona. I work with Rachel at the restaurant. I'm sorry, Monica um, at the restaurant. And so <laughs> he's kind of like, he's like, oh, you know, that's a pretty name. And, um, they get into some weird conversation. This is all fine. I think this is all like normal. Okay. This is normal flirting. That's fine. Weddings are great places to meet people. Martin click clocking. Yeah. Martin click clocking. It's, um, it's just another example of how good Ross is at flirting. Right. Hey, um, I don't blame him for that. Okay. Some of us are very bad. Well, um, you know, it's just that he compares her to someone who was once the hottie. Of the plant world. Of the plant world. Yeah. So he's not a great <laughs> flirt. Look, don't hold it against us. No. But um, it's when he's like, oh, where are you sitting? And she like flashes her name card and he's like, oh, me too. And then proceeds to go change name tags to sit with her. Okay. This to me yes. is bordering on creepy. Is it ventured into creepy or is it bordering on for you? it's bordering on because it's like they're already at the same wedding it's not like he can't see her it's not like he's like sneaking into her building you know right um it's a bit much like i think why? it's a bit much because you can just find her on the dance floor go ask her to that's dance. exactly like, I, yes you don't yeah. have to sit next to her all night like at your sister's wedding <laughs> anyway um well i agree fire, with you so serves him right i think like i agree with you like just Find out what table she's at and then like after dinner, go ask her to dance. Anyway, he doesn't do that. And instead he gets the tables wrong and winds up at the kids table six because she's at table nine. And then when he's like, when, when he's like, Hey, I thought you said you were at six. She's like, no, nine. And he was like, Oh, when you showed me, you held it like this, which was misleading. And then I'm like, this is where I'm like, Ross, you're being like weird because that's not her fault that you are plotting to try to you know corner her all night um and so then I do think it's so cute so he asks her to dance but one of the girls I wasn't farting it's a little game from our table (laughs) um also Ross just go get the kid and be like hi there's been a mistake I'm Monica's brother and I'm supposed to be here at table one you're supposed to be at table six with the kids 
Well, he does say, like, apparently little Sally, whatever, is enjoying her, you know, filet oh, yeah. mignon or whatever. So he kind of tried, but he obviously didn't put That's his foot true. down. Um, but, yes, he could have obviously swapped back and been like, you can take it with you. Just go sit down at the kids' table. But, um, but so he apparently must have had a hot dog um, at the kids' table. Um, and... So he, so he asks Mona to dance, and then a little girl is like, oh, will you dance with me, Dr. Geller? And he's like, okay, well, if this lady doesn't mind. Um, and so he's like, hop up on my feet. Ross is really good with kids. This is very sweet. And honestly, the right card to play. This yes. is how you this get is how the you... ladies. <laughs> and even he's, is the, is the pretty lady still watching? Okay, keep dancing. Keep dancing. Okay. So... I have a question for you. Okay, so this happens, yes. and then another girl wants to dance, and you know, um, and then, and then Mona's obviously into it because she's like, "All right, but I get to hop on next." And so Ross does uh, that weird alligator snap at her. Snap, yes, very strange. Heart, but you know what? They're feeling each other. Fine. Uh, yeah, that's what okay. I'm saying. I feel like Mona is actually a good fit for Ross. Yeah. So it gets to be Mona's turn. And she goes, okay, am I next? And Gert says, I'm next. And he's like, oh, hey, okay, what's your name? Hey there, Gert. Gert, Gert pretty. pretty. Okay, <laughs> so obviously this child is older, bigger than all the other children. Yeah. I have a question for you, because I think we've talked yeah. about this before, is like when you're trying to cast somebody, like for example, in The Wedding Singer, when it's like mm-hmm. fat guy or ugly lady or the mutants at table nine, mm-hmm. how do you cast for fat kid or ugly guy or whatever? Like, how does that happen? And I know that you've done casting. So can you please explain to us how one does this? So I'm really thankful that so far I've never had to do fat lady or the mutants at table nine um (laughs) but i i can only imagine that it is written that way and then people put themselves up for it i understand that like okay somebody that is fat like that is a description and i know that like this is people vary about this but um i listened to some podcasts where you know one of the hosts she's like I am fat. That is a description right. of me. It is not a negative. It is neg- a just, it, right. It's like saying she's brunette. like, it, exactly. And she's like, it's negative because society says that it's negative. Right. But like right. in her mind, it's just a description. And she's like, it's just a fact. You are a skinny person. I am a fat person. Right. Right. It's just and like so, saying like a really skinny person. Yeah. And so that's fine. And like, I kind of think like it is what it is with adults, but with kids. Yeah. And especially well, if it's like, hey, we want a large kid. Okay, cool. And then the whole point is going to be that you're like the ugly kid or you're the like, you know, it's yeah. like the way that that's like written. Like, how, ugh, yeah. how does one I don't know. do this? But I also can imagine that they, she's like 13 versus oh, totally. the Six. eight-year-old. Yeah, so yeah. I bet they did it. They were like, we need an older kid who's like taller and broader. That way it is a contrast to when... The other, like, you know, tiny little eight-year-olds are on his yeah, feet. Yeah, 100%. So I don't know. But yeah, I mean, that does mean that your parents are like, yeah, you're going to audition for Gert, the the annoying fat girl on Friends. 
And I just, and then like the way that the script goes and like the jokes and the like yeah. subtext, I just wonder like, what is that car ride home like for that child? Like <laughs> the conversations, like one thing like, honey, you're 13. They were eight. Like yeah. that is part of it. But like, I don't know. I just, it's, I've yeah. just always wondered that. Yeah. I don't like it. And also I don't like this is where Ross loses me because I'm like okay she's a kid like no matter how big of a kid she is you're a grown man yeah you can move your feet around enough to make it like you're dancing with her yeah she's not 200 pounds or you could just be like oh they're actually a lot shorter here I'll like spin and twirl and dip you you know you you don't need to stand on my feet here let's I'll do something else special for you I once but Ross doesn't do that. No, he's a jerk. I remember when I was really, really little. This is when we still lived in California, so I was five or younger. Um, we were in a a play at the church at Christmas, and it was like mm-hmm. the nativity scene or whatever. And of course, they had like cast all the little blonde children as angels, and I was probably one of the like I was like a donkey or something. Who knows? But one of um, I remember like. One of the little angel girls like got sick one night and couldn't come. And so I can't remember if they cast me as like a backup angel or what, but I just remember she used to sit on somebody's lap, like one of the older kids. Mm -hmm. And so when I got there, I was like, oh, can I sit on your lap? And I remember they were like, (sighs) and like rolled their eyes and was like, and I was just like, well, but like Rachel used to sit on your lap and I just remember they were like yeah no and I was I was so sad about it and I was like I remember being like it's when you have that internal realization like I think I was a little a couple years older I think she was like a little three-year-old or whatever but gotcha still like it's not like I was girt and like you know twice as old and whatever but I just remember being like okay so you're cool with this cute little blonde sitting on your lap but you don't want me sitting on your lap and I just remember like it is young when you start to internalize like you know beauty standards or whatever is considered cute and nice in society Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway that bitch from the play and I'm just kidding (laughs) But, okay, and, but I do remember thinking that. And so, like, was so cute as a little baby. She had these you. ringlets and these bright blue eyes. Um, thank you. But yes, yeah, so same, do you know? Same. So, so I'm just like, you know, that was like the tiniest little thing. But like, that was when yeah. I was five, and I still remember like the penny dropping a little bit and being like, oh, but why, why wasn't yeah. I like welcomed in? And so I'm just thinking like for these poor child actors. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I don't know, and I mean, I think. Hopefully, any kid who is acting um, is being talked to about like it's just it's just pretend, and we're pretending to be these things, and it doesn't mean it's who you are. And, we're gonna you know, pretend to can, be really mean can, or something. Yeah, you can play a mean person. That doesn't mean you get to be a mean person, and you can also play like the popular girl. It doesn't mean you're popular. You can play the nerdy girl. It doesn't mean you're nerdy. Like they're just roles we get to play, um, but. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't like any of that. Yeah. Anyway, so Ross is being um, carried off the dance floor by Joey because he needs to go soak his feet. He's a big, fat baby. His baby. What? And um, Mona is like, oh, there are so few genuinely good guys. 
what was your name? Joey? You're so sweet. And this is one part where I don't like Mona. I'm like, you are cracking on to Joey. And you were just, but you know, whatever. She can do whatever she wants. Um, And he's like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I'm out there by myself. (laughs) Ross loses his mind and is like, what? I dance with the kids all night? (laughs) Right. But Ross, it's like, just because... Yeah, he doesn't own her. He hasn't even exactly. like, asked her on a date for all we know. Like, no. She's free to meet Joey if she wants to. 100%. I could understand why he would be annoyed, but he acts this all possessive like and gross. This is when buys you a drink and then you talk to someone else. And they're like, what? I'm the one that bought you a drink. It's like, you're free to buy whoever you want, whatever you want. I didn't mm-hmm. make you do anything. I didn't We did not sign a contract. Company. Yep. No contract was signed. So if you think I'm bad, I'm mean because I don't pay you back you shouldn't have bought me a drink you and said you wanted not, to give me a drink and it's not like she it's maybe it's one thing if a girl goes up and flirts a bunch to get a free drink and then like bounces she still owes you nothing but you're allowed yeah. to be like oh man I got played yeah but like for sure Mona wasn't playing Ross here no. you know what I mean like no. this was his own concoction in his mind so anyway yes. so it's okay it doesn't go very far because then Ross is like how small are your feet? <laughs> um, and so, yeah. So anyway, don't worry. Mona will come back into our lives. Um, she will. The, the thing I want to end on is at the very end, I don't know if you noticed, but it was dedicated. It's a dedicated to the people of New York City. Yeah. And I, I looked and um, the air date of this episode was the 27th of September, 2001. So it was like yep. a week or two after 9-11. Yes. It was. And it was the season opener, mm. so it would have been their first. I actually Oh, of course. That's quite that's quite late for fall TV to start. I actually bet it got I bet it was I think it got air. pushed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I bet thinking it got that pushed too. two weeks because there was I mean, no one did anything for two weeks. Exactly. I was thinking all regular programming was like moved for a couple weeks, um, and stuff yeah. during nine eleven it would have been yeah. So um because I was like, oh, that's a little later. Like, that's two weeks. But yeah, you're totally... I forgot it was the season opener, of course. Um, and it oh, got pushed. Oh, it says... We oh, will actually talk... I'm totally wrong. I'm looking back through old seasons. And they started September 24th, September 26th, October 4th, September 25th. Oh, okay. So, so it was actually, normal. They weren't. It wasn't pushed back. It was normal. But um, it would there, be the first one after 9-11. There is another interesting... 9-11 friends fact with this we'll exact... We'll talk about that next time. Yeah, but it'll be next episode, so we'll talk about it then yeah. for those who are yeah. not aware. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us for this really fun yes. wedding. Mazel. Mazel. Weddings, pregnancies, small feet, dating, dancing, <laughs> not dancing. Gert. <sighs> Gert. Okay. So um, that's the end of the one after I do. Um, the end. Join the us, end. <laughs> join us next week for episode two, the one with the red sweater. Mm. Ooh. Dang gap on every corner. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you then. then next week. Bye, guys. Bye.